Talk it in the mic because the mic need talking to. Today, I want to talk about heavy weight. I want to talk about the weights that uh, we carry um, and um, how some weights we're carrying are unnecessary. And then there are things we are supposed to carry. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Don't know when you're tuning in to listen to this uh, podcast Um Sponsored by the Real Church, I'm Pastor Jarvis, and I just I really want to share. Um, I want to really talk about heavy weight, and I want to back up a little bit and give you a little bit about my story. See, I was born in Oakland, California, to Herbert and Cheryl. Um, they were high school sweethearts. Um, things took a blow for the worse, and um, my mom was actually a prostitute. My dad was a pimp, um, and I was raised in a family um, with love, but a little different than the practical family that you hear about. Um, so so uh, mom is great. Dad is, is great now in life. But there was a season in their life where, you know, I was, I was raising their children. The way I was raised, I was raised as a person that took care of my little brothers. Uh, it was nothing... Um, for uh, me to, to have to go pay the bills. My, my mom had worked to, uh, the way she worked and raised the money, but I kind of had to um, really um, go and pay the bills, and I had to be responsible. I think, I think what's important is that we understand sometimes when we put weights on children, though they may rise to the occasion or do what they need to do, I think... Um, we really need to understand that that it puts a uh, pressure or a different mindset on kids. Um, I'm sitting here today, and and I I really want to share some some dysfunctions that came. And, and many would think, oh, it was growing up in that environment, it wasn't love, it wasn't this, it wasn't that. It was plenty of love in the home. That was her job. Like she worked um, overnight, but. Being brought up like that, it did something to my psyche. It did something to my mind because I had to be responsible for other folks' responsibilities. I had to literally uh, do things and 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 like like it was my responsibility when it was my parents' responsibility. And there are those who are listening. There are those who are watching. Who there are things that you have automatically weights and pressure you have put on yourself like it's your responsibility to take care of other people's stuff. I, I, I'm going to mention several times today about uh, this book by uh, Dr. Henry Cloud and John Townsend. It's called Boundaries. And this book, Boundaries, they got boundaries in dating, boundaries in marriage, boundaries with children, and simply boundaries. This book, Boundaries literally save my life. See, because I had to be responsible for other people's stuff, I thought that it was really my responsibility, like it was supposed to be that way. And there are many listening who there are things you think is your responsibility and it's not. Those are your sister's children. That's your mom's child. That's your uh, uh, family member's responsibility. And sometimes we take on stuff um, because it's forced. And then sometimes we take on stuff because it's just natural because it was forced before. So I, I like to call it the saver syndrome, the saver syndrome, the saver syndrome, because um, 
I operated for years with the saver syndrome, right? Uh, I, I, I felt as if I had to rescue or save everyone. I felt like uh, if I didn't do it, it wouldn't get done. But the reality is it will get done if I don't do it. Uh, a funny story, not that funny, but I had a homie and uh, his uh, his wife and, and him, they had kids, they had adult children, and they lived in a house and, and, and they struggled, right, from time to time. And most of the time, the husband and the wife could handle it on their own, but they struggled because all the add-ons, all the grown people in their home that wasn't supposed to be be there anymore and they would and, and and he would talk about how the lights would get cut off and, and various things and I know we want to be good stewards but he would talk about how how the lights would get cut off and everybody would find somewhere to go like all his adult kids and their kids would find somewhere to go but then as soon as he hustled up a thousand dollars or twelve hundred dollars to pay a light bill that was that high for one month did you hear what I say one month after after raising the money to come with with none of their help He'll he'll pay the the eleven hundred, the twelve hundred, the thousand dollar light bill, and then everybody just automatically came back. It's like where were you <laughs> when the lights were off? But but now you're back. See see, I went in a saver. I have this saver. I had this saver syndrome, and then um, I would go from there. I would go into rescue mode. I would feel like it's my responsibility. Even as a pastor in my in my earlier years, I struggled with that feeling like I had to in, invite myself in a situation where nobody asked for help. I had to invite myself to be a part of something and nobody asked for my help. I didn't wait on um, to be invited. I just did it on my own. So so this this makes a person like me and maybe a person like you vulnerable. Because when you understand you operate in the saver syndrome and you're in rescue mode, you begin to be vulnerable to people who know that's your weakness, to people who know you'll help without even asking. You know, uh, it, there, there have been times I've helped others, maybe it's a, a family member, a loved one or somebody, and they like, but I didn't ask you to do that. See, what I'm talking about is a ble- it could be a blessing or a burden. The reality is um, being raised like that, um, trained me or geared me or gave me a heart and a mindset maybe to do ministry but more than that the ministry of my family to marry I married a beautiful woman um shout out to the wifey Lois uh close to nearly 25 years ago and she already had kids right so it was like a McDonald's it was like a number two at McDonald's you know you get the fries and the drink y'all so crazy you get the fries and the drink and um yeah, so 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 I took her on. I loved her. My our kids were never stepkids, but they're our kids. And um, um, I, I think raising my mom's kids set me up to um, to be there for our kids and to be there for my wife. I, so I went into a ready-made family, and I didn't flinch because I was used to taking care of family. So so saver syndrome, rescue mode, and then we begin to be vulnerable. That can be a blessing, but it can also be a burden if it's mismanaged. So 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 there are many who are like me. I would do crazy stuff like wow, I would I would pay your light bill and then get an extension on mine. That's that's poor management. That's poor stewardship. And it and it wasn't to get a pat on the back. 
It wasn't to be a people pleaser. It was because I operated from this mindset where I felt like that was my influence. That was what I added to the table. That's what I was supposed to do. When the reality is there are people in different cultures and other places who do none of that. They don't make their children watch the other kids, and they don't make them responsible to pick them up and do that. They don't call them the man of the house. The husband is the man of the house, and the son gets to be a son and stay in a child's place. I'm talking about this as I deal with heavy weights because some of us have been carrying these weights for so long we think it's normal. And we think it's natural and it's not. We think it's normal and we think it's natural and it is not normal. And it is not natural for us to carry other folks' responsibility. When will they ever get their phone, their own phone, if they're adults and you're still paying their phone bill. So, so, so listen, I would be stagnated. I was wrestling with stagnation because I'm carrying other folks responsibility while, um, I'm dealing with stuff, um, that I'm not supposed to be carrying. So I can't be productive as I need to, because I'm always handling other people's stuff. The Bible calls it a busybody, but I, I would I, I like to call it the saver syndrome. My prayer today and my encouragement is is that 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 if you're dealing with that, you will be free from the saver syndrome. Now, how are we gonna do it? I'm a preacher. You know, I'm at least gotta give you a couple scriptures, right? Um, it won't be many. It's all good. Check it out. But boundaries. I need this word to be embedded in your life, in your lifestyle, and in your psyche. Boundaries. Boundaries. What are boundaries? What do boundaries do? They form this invisible line. Boundaries form shows us what's my property and what's your property. At my home, at my home, I have a fence up. And when the fence company came a year or so ago to put this fence up, um, they had to come back and change it because they had my gate on or my fence on my neighbor's property. Now, the gate, the fence is to separate my property from their property. And many times and many times when when, when you think about boundaries, as I'm talking today, you have to understand it's to show you what's your part. And what's somebody else's part? What's your property and what's somebody else's property? Now, don't get the preacher twisted. I'm not saying you're supposed to be out here never helping everybody, anybody, never giving a lending hand. I'm reminded in Mark, the second chapter of these dudes who carried their homie that had a problem. He was paralyzed. He couldn't walk for himself. So four brothers got on their side. Everybody got their side, right? And they carried him to Jesus because they wanted him to be better. That's cool. Then they get to Jesus and they can't get in because of so many people. So they climb on the roof and then they rip the roof off and they they do something that's amazing. They let him down without letting him down. They let him down in front of Jesus. And Jesus, the Bible says when he saw their faith, he did something for that man. Here's the deal. 
boundaries are cool. It shows me what's my property and what's your property. Okay, so I have a couple more things. Here it goes in Galatians, the sixth chapter, in the second verse, it says, bear ye one another's burdens so you fulfill the law of Christ. That burden there is a boulder. This is going to be important. It's a boulder. That's what it is. It's a boulder. A boulder is something that's that's too heavy for one person to carry, right? It's something that's so big that a person shouldn't be carrying it by themselves. okay? And then in verse 5, just three verses down, it says, For every man shall bear his own burden. Now, wait a minute. Did the Bible contradict each other? Did, did one verse go against the other verse? Absolutely not. That word burden there in verse 5 has to do with a knapsack or a backpack, something you can carry, something you're supposed to carry. Here's the boundary issue, because we like to make other folks carry what we can carry. And then we try to carry things that we need assistance with. Um, our, it's, it's, it's our job versus my job. As I, as, I, as, I, as I move forward in this, you're going to have to define what's my job and what's our job. What are, are we supposed to do together and what's my job? So, 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 so since I was carrying stuff I wasn't supposed to carry then, um, and I, I like to say this too, you don't get a cookie for doing what you're supposed to do. You know, you don't get extra credit for doing what you're supposed to do. So many dudes or or people who make children or or, or make things they they f- feel like coming home or or doing what they're supposed to do is 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 major. No, that's what you're supposed to do, and we salute you, we appreciate you. But that's your job. What's your job like? Like um, the takeaway. The takeaway is all about showing you or, or causing us to think different about where we are. What's your job? Like, 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 what do you bring to the table? Like, who are you? Like, what are you responsible for? Um, and who are you responsible to? Like, um, like I, I need you this, this, this new year, I need you to really think about the stuff you do that you're not supposed to do. The stuff you comment on, the stuff you spend resources and money and give attention to that you're not supposed to do. You got to be free this year to do your part. There's some strategic and specific and significant things about you. And I promise you, when you spend more time doing what you're supposed to be doing, developing in an area you're supposed to be developing in, it will be absolutely amazing. Let me tell you something. I'm living at a place in my life, I'm so far from perfect, but I'm living in a place in my life where I'm going to give you these three Ds. I'm living at a place in my life well, God has given me more time. I still got 24 hours and seven days a week, 365 days a year, just like you. But this boundaries issues and these three Ds I'm going to give you really help me. Let me give you one. Here's one. Um, I need you to take away. Um, the first thing is to discover. I need you to discover, discover, discover. Go ahead and a deep dive and really look at not just what you're doing, but what you're supposed to be doing. Discover, 
Dive deep. Self-discovery is amazing. When you begin to take inventory about what you're responsible for, discover. The time of discovery is now. You should not be guessing about things that you are responsible for. Now, I'm not talking about the way you were raised. I'm not talking about the stuff that people placed on you. I'm talking about the stuff in your name. I'm talking about the things that um, uh, won't happen at the level they need to if you don't do your part. I'm talking about your family. If you have little children, I'm talking about your health, right? Like like your mental health, right? And then your physical health. Are you going to the doctor? Are you eating enough every day? Are you are you eating snacks? Are you taking your medication? Like like discover the stuff that in 2021, I, I need you to rethink again and look at the things that in 2021 you may have let fall to the side. Hey, I told on myself, I told you my story. I made arrangements on um, my stuff, and I paid other people's stuff. This is not. This is not um, being a good steward. This is not being a great person because you let yourself down so set so that somebody else could go up. It was this. It was this part in the book with boundaries, and I, I'll say this as I talk about discovery. Um, so so it was this part in the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and John Towden. It was this part in the book where the parents have this um, this this kid. Two parents have a have a young man, not a kid, a young man who was in college. I guess he had been kicked out of two or three colleges. You know, he was always getting high and not going to class and blaming everybody. And it was supposed to be a family. It was supposed to be a family counseling session, but guess what? The son didn't think he needed to come um, to counseling because he didn't think he had a problem. So everything I just told you, they're telling the professional counselor, right? And the counselor says, well, I agree with your son. He doesn't have a problem. Your son doesn't have a problem at all. You guys have a problem. And he says, I think the best way to help your family and help your son is to help him have a problem. You'll be surprised how many people will rise to the occasion when you start taking care of your stuff and letting them take care of their own stuff. Yeah, they may fall. Yeah, it may be crazy. But 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 the first thing is to discover the takeaway is to discover. The second thing is define. Okay. Now that I know what I'm supposed to be doing, uh, now let me define how I'm going to go about this. Let me, let me, let me take it to another level and begin to schedule things for my health, begin to schedule things for those, um, uh, for, for, for things that pertain to me. I need to define it. I need to define it. This has to be your defining year. This has to be your defining month. Today has to be a day that you define and say, hey, this is my job and this is someone else's job. This is my part. This is what I bring and this is somebody else's part. Hey, finally, then you begin to develop. After you discover and you define, then you begin to develop, you know, and um, you begin to grow in those areas. You know, as as we're talking about heavyweight, you know, you don't start with heavyweight. You, maybe you start with lightweight and you grow as you go. You grow as you go. You don't stay or, or remain in one place forever. I would hope that this time next year, 
I'm a better preacher, I'm a better person, I'm a better husband than I was last year. Here's, here's what I'm saying. There are many who are heavy. Your back is broke. Your head is hurting. Everything is happening because you allow the weight of other people. I need you to think through the lens and be clear this year, to be clear this year. And how do we become clear? Discover, define, develop. I'm going to challenge you to get a mentor. I'm going to challenge you to get an accountability partner and not just tell them the good stuff, but but begin to track, begin to gauge, um, begin to uh, monitor um, what's going on. And um, give yourself some time. Rome wasn't built in a day. You didn't start uh, the, the, the bad habits or the unhealthy habits overnight. But slowly but surely, you can walk away. I, 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 I pray today that um, something was said that motivates you, that encourages you. And, and I, I pray that, that your year, I pray that your month, I pray that your week, I pray that your day is lighter because you put the proper building blocks in place. This is not the year for you to be heavy. You know, the Bible says, there goes another scripture, lay aside the weight and the sin which so easily besets us. That lets me know that there are things, there are weights that are not necessarily sins, but there are weights that will literally tie you down. They will stop you from running. I allowed the way I was raised and other people's problems to be my problems. I lost a house in Orlando. My mom had never owned a house. My dad had never owned a house. Um, um, I lost a house in Orlando, allowing other people to live with me, allowing other people to run up my bills, and I found myself taking care of grown people. I'm not just talking to you out of a book or something I made up, but you can be a great person who loves God, who loves your family, and mismanage the blessings that God has given you. God gave you a great job. You got to go to work. You can't stay up all night trying to run down and fix everybody else. When God gave you the energy, when God gave you um, this opportunity, there's so many opportunities that we miss because we are burdened down with other people's stuff. Discover, define and develop, work on you. Growing uh, people um, uh, lead growing organizations. The healthier I am, the better I am for my wife. The healthier I am, the healthier I am for my community. And it goes on for, for, for my congregation, for those that I'm a part of. The better I am for me, the better I can be for you. How you gonna give somebody something you don't have yourself. You've been too heavy, and 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 it's it's time to be light. The Bible says, "Come unto me, all ye that labor heavy laden, and I'll give you rest." He says, "Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light." See, see, when I stopped um, trying to fix everybody else, but start working on myself, I knew how to respond to others. I knew what to say. I knew how to listen. I became a better listener when I started working on me. Hey, lay aside that weight. Hey, put, 
put some deadlines down. Put some put some stuff down. If you if you're entangled in other people's stuff, the Bible even talk about not you know uh, getting dead for other people and all that. If you're if you're entangled in some stuff, jot down three ways that you can systematically walk away and get yourself out of there. <laughs> do you do people have stuff in your name? Did you have parents who who put the light bill and the cable in? In your name, all right. You had you had debt since you were five. Come on, man. It's time to lay aside the weight. Let's let's stop this cycle of carrying stuff we're not supposed to carry. Hey, the boulder is too big. You heavy, man. You heavy, man. God wants you to walk light. Have an amazing time. We'll we'll talk to you next time.